This podcast is brought to you by Score Foundation. Hi, my name is George Abraham and welcome to Iway Conversations. My guest today is Dr. Reshmi Pramod, who is an Ayurvedic doctor. She is the founder and the CEO of Jeevanyam Ayurveda Hospital and Research Center. Welcome, Reshmi. Thank you, sir. Tell us a little bit about the kind of work you do at the Jeevanyam Ayurvedic Hospital and uh, Research Center. Jeevanyam Ayurveda Hospital and Research Center, its head office at uh, Kochi, uh, it's a uh, what hospital with IP and OPD facilities where we are doing the services mainly focusing on neurodevelopmental disorders, pediatrics, focusing on autism, cerebral palsy, global developmental disorders, uh, learning disorders, ADHD, and other congenital anomalies in children mainly, with a unique blend of Ayurveda uh, and other integrated therapies like occupational therapy, physiotherapy, sensory integration therapy, behavioral therapy speech and language, and other rehabilitation services to enable the children with special needs to become more independent. You also have a research center attached to this entity. Uh, what exactly is the research that you do here? We have been uh, very much privileged to be associated with Center for Disability Studies Government of Kerala in 2016-17. Right. And with the uh, partnering with Cortical Ayurveda College, we had done a research work on learning disorders and hyperactivity. That was a randomized clinical study on the efficacy of integrated Ayurveda management uh, on scholastic performance and hyperactivity, attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Uh, so, and its result has been also published in International Journal, uh, the International Journal of Microbiology and Health Research. And then uh, along with this, uh, the research entity has been also been able to uh, partner with the uh, Department of Kaumarabhrithyam Cortical Ayurveda College, uh, being part of the great uh, Agastya team, which is the work of the Ministry of Ayush, uh, work on uh, dysbiosis in autism. So these are the two research works which we have undertaken and done. And we will be more pleased to do more researches in neurodevelopmental disorders, how the integrated management can uh, bring changes and how the rehabilitation and things also. Is this Ayurveda hospital and research center kind of focused on children and people with disability or you also have uh, uh, the general population coming to uh, the hospital for treatment? Uh, our main uh, what uh, niche area of service or our focus is on uh, children with special needs and disabilities. But we have general population also coming. We have a department of general medicine also where we treat uh, back pains, joint disorders, stress management, uh, what psychological problems, all those things. That also we don't, uh, we have an unique packages and protocols with integrated Ayurveda approach. If you know of anyone with vision impairment who needs guidance on living life with blindness, please share the IWA National Toll Free Helpline number 18 
1800-5329. The number is 1800-5320-469. You know, I was reading that uh, you, I think around 2005 or 6, uh, you spent four to five years working with the Kerala Tourism Development Corporation at the Bolgati Palace, Kochi. Can you tell us a little bit about your assignment there and uh, how was it like to be working there as a visually impaired doctor? Uh, actually, uh, I should say my uh, second birth or uh, after losing the sight uh, and uh, what getting all the rehabilitative inputs, uh, taking the mobility training, uh, computer soft skills, all those things. I happened to get uh, the job at Bolgati Palace in 2006. It was uh, at that time, I had a, a very great confusion in mind whether a doctor without sight will be accepted uh, by the society. Uh, but it was my fortune to get an opportunity or a second start in a, a place where most of the clients were from the Western world. So there was no uh, fear or factor of acceptancy or asking questions or other negativities injecting into my mind. The clients were very much happy with my services, with my approach and things. And so it gained uh, more confidence. And it was the expertise and uh, uh, what uh, all the inputs which I had from Bolgati, which I have been enabled to design my own organization, Jivaniya. Uh, just for the listeners to get a better idea, uh, what exactly uh, does and uh, or what exactly was your role or what was your work? when you were working with the KTDC at the hospital, uh, sorry, at the hotel? KTDC, I was in charge of the Ayurveda Spa Center there. It was yeah. managed by a private, outsourced by a, a private organization called Softtouch. Uh, so I was uh, actually playing the two roles there as a manager as well as a doctor also. So uh, basically, uh, I should say, uh, because it's a wellness industry also, the pay, uh, it's not the patients who are coming, they're clients and the tourists who are coming for rejuvenative programs or one-day massage or things like that. So uh, more than a, a doctor, I should say, the role played my, uh, me there was to, uh, mainly as a friend office executor or a receptionist, all these jobs were played by me very beautifully and I enjoyed it also. Handling the clients, uh, canvassing them, I should say, promoting the explaining them our packages, uh, trying to uh, what attract them with our most beautiful packages and things like that. Uh, it was like a, a what GRE you could say if you want or a friend office execution executive. And also after doing this, they everything was done by me itself. And then once the client takes some packages, I do the consultation, and there comes the second comes the role of me as a doctor. Then I do the uh, pulse examination, pragriti analysis general health assessments, all those things, and then decide what medicines has to be used for the, uh, even if it's a wellness program also. And if they needed any other uh, internal medications or uh, prescribe the diet patterns or yoga, all these things were prescribed later. And end of the uh, session also, when they go back also, uh, even the billing part is done by the, there's no separate accountant or nobody there. So the billing part is also done. Of course, the bill has been written by my therapist or the assistants and then a good shake and is given and that's all. It was a very uh, enjoyable uh, days that I should say. When you talk about being a doctor, vision is a major part of uh, your engagement with a patient. 
you know, part of the diagnosis is based on what you see uh, in terms of physical uh, manifestations. So as an Ayurvedic doctor, how do you compensate by uh, for not being able to see? In Ayurveda great science itself, in the examination tools, three parameters have been emphasized. They are uh, darshanam, that of course is vision. Yes. Then sparshanam, that is through touch or the palpation, percussion, all these uh, parameters. Yes. Then it is uh, prashnam, that is conversation. Uh, I, I had close rapport with the clients who came, who came to me by asking them or going into the depth by asking more questions and things. And also by palpation and percussion, and all, I could feel the uh, uh, problems in their uh, various physical uh, body. And of course, when any skin lesions and things, uh, it's very mandatory that we should have the vision uh, or the eye. So not the vision, I should say, eyesight uh, to come to a diagnosis what exactly the skin problem. But here I help seek the assistance of my junior doctor or the assistance who I have. And then uh, very well itself, I manage. I treat skin diseases also and also the other general ailments, everything. So uh, due to your regular practice and uh, things there was no problem uh, with the with the practicing without eyesight also now, i was listening to a few interviews of yours where you were talking uh, at length about cerebral palsy you were talking about autism you were talking about sleep disorders now are these uh, areas uh, of uh, human uh, weakness or human uh, disabilities part of your education in Ayurveda or are these things that you read about and picked up later on? I should make it clear that a word such as autism or cerebral palsy, we can say that uh, uh, what associated condition known as pakkaroga, that is the children with uh, walking problems, they have difficulty in uh, walking, etc. which can be correlated very well with cerebral palsy. Okay, but autism as such is not been uh, mentioned anywhere in the classic because the that uh, condition has not been present at that time okay 5000 years back we should know and understand that autism was not at all relevant at that scenario isn't it right. it's now in this globalization world that autism is becoming very very high risk uh, category children are uh, more more para- could children are coming diagnosed with autism so, uh, but there are definite correlations how we treat autism is that uh, the physical conditions mainly associated with autism, it's uh, the GIT issues and then the metabolic errors, uh, then the brain pathogenesis. So, uh, we classify the GIT issues widely into two groups and then do the uh, treatments at the GIT level and then at the metabolic level and then at the brain pathogenesis level. This is how we do address autism. Cerebral palsy also uh, based on the uh, condition itself, whether it is spastic or whether it is flaccid or whether two limbs are affected or uh, only the lower limb is affected, uh, only the mobility is affected, whatever areas are affected. We do Ayurveda treatments along with that physiotherapy, occupational therapy, everything is given. You lost your eyesight, as you said, uh, later on in life, uh, probably even after you finished your um, Ayurvedic uh, studies. Uh, what was the, I mean, how did it happen? And then uh, uh, how did you actually deal with it? From the early childhood itself, you, uh, so you should understand that I had a severe uh, high myopia and photophobia also. And uh, later on in 2003, 2004, and I had two miscarriages and things and I was uh, totally desperate also. And uh, during this course of pregnancy also, 
uh, i had undergone some medication and thing uh, and later uh, the it was diagnosed as uh, rp also and also some uh, diagnosis were there as mac- macular degeneration also so uh, after undergoing this miscarriage and thing i happened to lose my eyesight suddenly or not all of a day one day i didn't lose the sight like that it was gradual loss and within months i happened to uh, lose i should say about 80 percentage like that and slowly uh, i should say the 100 percentage also but uh, but due to the great prayers of my parents and my husband uh, with god's grace i could just uh, come across with great personalities who were also uh, what visually impaired or who had lost eyesight in the middle of their life with their uh, inspiration mentoring counseling all those things i happened to regain the confidence uh, this is how slowly slowly i came out of my uh, desperateness or depressive phase and slowly started to engage myself but i was really determined that i want uh, even if i don't have sight i'll be doing some career if you were to remember or think back what were the new skills that you had to learn to actually get your life back on track the new skill the first and foremost skill which i learned is the computer uh, training with jaws yeah uh, because now uh, to read or to upgrade my knowledge or to know whatever is happening at that time there were no smartphones or things like that and uh, my hometown is in a remote place known as kakoilandi and there also i think the Uh, local mobile connections were also not very popular so uh, i had undergone the computer training first and foremost uh, learned jaws and the keyboard typing all those things and then later when i got the job i happened to take the mobility training that also it's not like the external mobility training i was i was not able to do but at least to familiarize the bolgatti interior to walk from the uh, sender to the front uh, reception and things like that Uh, but later i was using the uh, sighted guide technique itself uh, for my mobility purpose now also i rely on the sighted guide technique uh, then slowly slowly i switched on to iphone and things uh, the and then uh, another thing also to handle the household works uh, small how to maintain the home and these things also soft skills also just mastered by myself uh, making sm- uh, own areas of how to identify the things how to recognize like uh, putting some markers on the bottles and things in the kitchen areas and all those things going back to your ayurveda i wanted to ask you because there is a lot of talk around that um, there are ayurvedic treatments available for certain eye conditions uh, would you be able to uh, tell us something about that yeah definitely there are ayurveda treatments for eye conditions uh, but uh, actually we should know that um, certain conditions in the susruta acharya susruta is the father of uh, surgery and yeah. susruta acharya details about uh, eye nose and throat and ent all these things susruta acharya is detailing very well yeah so in his uh, classics itself there are certain conditions which he uh, the acharya has uh, clearly mentioned that these conditions are uh, what asadhya that means there is no cure or treatment right. so uh, the uh, congenital abnormalities or Uh, macular de- degeneration retinitis pigmentosa retinal detachment all these categories belong under the conditions which acharya has mentioned that it doesn't have any cure but in the initial stages we can maintain our quality of eyesight and things uh, with the regular ayurveda practices and regimes 
Now with this, uh, you know, since 2014, we've had this new government in the center of uh, central government and uh, their focus has been on uh, indigenous uh, medicines and treatments. They have set up the Ayush ministry. How has that impacted your uh, work? Uh, I Personally, we don't have any direct impact on the ministry of Ayush or things like that since ours is a small organization and uh, I'm just a proprietorship person like that with a lots of challenges also uh, but uh, i would like to be uh, very happy and it's a great privilege also that i could undertake the be part of the agastya teamwork which is a research work of ayush ministry of ayush as part of the kotakal ayurveda college and the second uh, what uh, jewel in my crown is also uh, that we are partnering with skill india project and also doing a course placement link programs as part of healthcare sector skill council as also uh, which is under the ministry of ayush which is known as uh, panjavarma technician uh, course which had done already one batch during this covid pandemic and all of them have been uh, qualified and they have all been given placement also now uh, you know in many places in india you know uh, visually impaired people are being trained in the area of physiotherapy and massage and so on uh, and massage is very closely associated with ayurveda so would you be looking at um, probably venturing in that direction uh, if uh, if some uh, organizations are interested to uh, do something related training programs for the visual impaired for reflexology or uh, massages and soft spa massages and things i would really be pleased to guide them or if uh, we could do something in our hospital premises also we'd be always pleased there's no issues i would be always happy to uh, do more services to uh, the people who really need the support and whatever we can do, I can do personally, I'll be doing also. To support our work with the blind and visually impaired, you can visit the donate page on our website www.scorefoundation.org.in Please note www.scorefoundation.org.in dot org dot in you belong to a family that's uh, been in the medical profession your father you said was an allopathic doctor and there are other uh, people in the family probably in previous generations who are into ayurveda uh, so how did that impact your growing up and getting into the profession my father is a uh, allopathy modern practitioner yeah. And we have a hospital at uh, Koilanti, Ashwini Hospital and Maternity Center. And the hospital and the house is in the same compound. So we have been grown up uh, seeing all the uh, services which my father has been uh, doing for the community. And coming to my uh, dad's uncle, two of them were also renowned Vaidyas in the Malabar area. And I was very much fortunate to get the blessings from the one of my the great uncle. Uh, before joining the Kotekal Ayurveda College also. Uh, and also from my mother's family also, uh, one of my mother's uh, uncle also were uh, well-versed in the Ayurveda medicine and there were many books also. So they had also shared me these books and things to go through and things uh, when, I, when I was uh, doing my graduation. These were all uh, good uh, thoughts, insights and inspirations carried out from that during that period. Uh, which had gained confidence to become a doctor. You know, uh, medicine, uh, law, 
these are all professions which there is a lot of reading involved and to be on top of your profession you need to be doing a lot of reading now in the area of ayurveda uh, how was it meaning is there a lot of new developments happening all the time which you have to keep track of and if so uh, is that material available to you in accessible formats I mean, how do you deal with keeping uh, keeping pace with development in your in your, in your workspace yeah since we are now we have to understand that uh, since everything is available in the google uh, the clients coming uh, to us will be very much updated about the medical terminology well versed in the mri reports all these stuff so we have to be really updated in all these areas and uh, many research works are going in ayurveda the integrated management gut brain access theories the impact of ayurveda medicines on uh, what various neurodevelopmental disorders research based protocols on cerebral palsy all those things so i go uh, read all these things not just the ayurveda uh, to get updated merely ayurveda readings is not just enough we have to understand the uh, modern science also modern medicine science also especially in handling autism or epilepsy or neurodevelopmental disorders so i go through all these books which are available in the online format or scan the uh, hard copies and then read with the help of the assistive devices you were married when uh, you you started losing your eyesight uh, how did your family kind of respond to uh, your loss of sight yeah my greatest strength and support is my husband uh, so from the initial stage onwards when i had lost my sight and i was undergoing the treatments at uh ayurveda treatments all those things my husband it was self was there with me it's beyond words uh, to explain how my husband supported me and still supporting me in all the areas of my uh, daily living skills everything uh, so uh, and the prayers and the support from my parents also that also beyond words and my and i should say even my daughter from a, a very young age she knew how to uh, guide me in the mobility and things from the bolgati palace itself maybe when she was 4 years also so i was very blessed or there was always uh, the power of god or the divine hands which had uh, what always been with me you know when you have a little child growing up in the house uh, normally it's the mother who actually uh, does a lot of the teaching and the nurturing as a blind mother uh, how did you cope with the situation actually the greatest pain uh, was um when my daughter was young not been able to play with hear her and i should share you also uh, we had designed jeevanium basically yeah. because we had a, a very uh, painful incident when we were working i was working uh, in a private organization as well as my husband was also working for a private organization right and my daughter was in lkg and there was a sports event right so uh, all the parents or the mothers were with the child to run along with the child yeah so i was not able to do and my child was very sad and then i asked my husband to come for at least half an hour getting half an hour half day leave or something but the organization didn't permit and they were also very negative words say come did few prefer for the family you can go away from the job and things right so it was there they deeply hurted and we thought for the good of our daughter uh, to take care of her as we wish uh, it would be always nice if we could do on ourselves some work and that was how uh, i started writing and uh, developing the website and slowly with god's grace we got 
entry into the tourism industry and that's how we started the journey and we could uh, nurture her very well we'll concentrate on her studies take her for the extra curricular activities all the things and be part with her itself spending time with her in concentrating on her studies or other activities taking her out all the things there was no issues and now as a uh, she is probably in class 11 or 12 uh how is it like what is the relationship between mother and daughter it's very strong i should say uh, uh like a more like more like a friendship also she, she tells to me all her concerns and things i also share my concerns and uh, she is a very she likes to what do good makeup for me uh, so for all parties or events and things she do good makeuping for me and things now she is not here at home she is in the hostel uh so i should say it's a very strong relationship and i pray to god this will be there throughout our lives itself well uh, reshmi it was very nice talking to you and uh, very inspiring story and you were you, you have a lovely family and a great profession wish you the very best and uh, may you have many more blessings as you go forward thank you sir i wish ye roshni ka karwa This podcast was brought to you by Score Foundation.